This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial Partners. If you are new to the show, welcome. We are excited to have you. This is an educational program that helps you with your financial success. Chris and I believe that financial success starts with being able to ask good questions. There is plenty of information out there all over the place. And the key is being able to ask good questions so that you can figure out of all the advice that's out there, what is applicable for you, your family, and your life. So that's what this show is all about. I would encourage you, if you haven't, to visit our website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com or you can go to taraenolan.com. Either way, you'll get there. When you're at the website, visit us um, over on the radio page because we record these shows so that you can go back and look at past topics to include Social Security, 401ks, IRAs, you know, kind of the whole gambit of financial information. And while you're there, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And again, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I if you have a question or you want to set up a complimentary appointment. We can do face-to-face meetings or virtual meetings. We've gotten very flexible that way, and it's a lot of fun. So before we jump into our show today, we are going to be talking about common financial mistakes. You know, I figure in life, there's plenty of mistakes to be made. And if you can learn from somebody else to avoid some of the big ones, that's always a use. But before we jump into the show, I want to say hello to my amazing co-host for the show, Tony Short. Tony, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And thanks for having me on the show again, Tara. It's good to see you. It's great to be here. Uh, Great to talk with our listeners once again. I I just, I really enjoy the shows and you always manage to uh, make it fun, make it interesting, which, hey, as a financial services professional, that's not easy to do. Uh, But uh, there's a lot more to you than just that, as our listeners either know or will find out. And that's amazing. Uh, Your career and things you're doing, the book you're currently writing. Can't wait for that to come out. So we've been patiently waiting and hearing about that. And you've been just talking about how much work that book is. So tell us a little bit more about the book. What's the what's the title again? So the book is called Money Moves, Changing Where Your Money Lives, Changes How Your Financial World Grows. And wow. yeah, it's really interesting as I'm writing the book, Tony, is just trying to figure out how to communicate to people there's, there's this idea that your money can have jobs and your money can work for you. And the best example I have is like, think about money in your savings account. The money okay. in your savings account has one job. It's just there to be liquid in case you have an emergency. It generally doesn't earn much interest. It's not protected. There's no death benefit. There's, it just has one job. So yeah. if you can take money that's sitting in your savings account, and move it to a different kind of an account where maybe either you move it into your um, IRA so that it's growing tax deferred and you're going to have some some pro- 
you know, tax advantages there, or you move it into life insurance where it's going to grow cash value. You're going to have a death benefit. Taking your money and putting it places where it has more than one job. That's how you start to, to leverage the hard work you're doing and put your money to work for you. And I'm just getting really excited about how to tell the story so that people can understand you're doing the work. And if you put your money in a place, your money's going to work for you. You're going to be better off. Yeah. Make your money work for you. Put your money to work for you. I love that. And I can't wait to read uh, the book when it's done. I, I was one of the 20 you trusted with the advanced copy. And I just, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the stories uh, and how you relate. I mean, you've got a lot of stories to tell. You've had a lot of experiences. And speaking of that, I, I know that, uh, you know, uh, traveling to Germany, I mean, so many things. Uh, and I know you and Chris have been really busy. I've been busy on my end too. It just seems like this is a busy time of year uh, and things get a little crazy, but what are we talking about on the show today? Well, I love it. I, I found this great article because, you know, I'm always reading and, and learning oh, yes. and it talked about 91 financial fails that Americans commit every year. Oh, and so I think this is like the perfect article, right? Because we're all Americans <laughs> and we're sure. all out there doing things. And so if we can get top of mind, things that you can do that, that make you uh, poor, you know, it's, it's like, what can I do with my money? Am I making myself richer? Or am I making myself poorer? And sure. so the show is all about talking about some common financial fails that you can, you can avoid. And, and that's always nice. But wait, Terry, you're not insinuating that some of us might make a financial mistakes, mistakes well, with our money. No, I'm not insinuating it. I'm saying it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm me make a mistake, a financial mistake. Um, yeah, I mean, we've all been there. Uh, we've all made mistakes. But the thing is, is you see uh, what people do with their money every day. And you've seen so many different scenarios. Uh, and that's what really helps you help other people. And I'm glad we're talking about this today because when it comes to common financial mistakes and some uncommon ones, you've probably seen it all. I mean, uh, there are so many different mistakes to make, but yet uh, you've seen people come in and they've made these mistakes or they've almost made a mistake that would have cost them a lot. And I love how you're always saying, uh, do the math. Everybody's situation is different. And should I do this or this? And like you tell our listeners, it depends, right? So I'm interested to hear what some of these, uh, what you consider common financial mistakes. I, I assume there's a lot that are common uh, out there. And I think, you know, it's no mistake that we're talking about this today, but I'm well, a little I wanna, bad humor. I, I want to frame this idea. And if you were, as you were, you were talking, Tony, you kind of got me thinking about, I don't know if anyone out there has ever listened to Eckhart Tolle. And Eckhart Tolle spends a lot of time talking about when you're conscious and present and when you're kind of unconscious and on autopilot. Yep. And I think that really applies to what we're talking about today is a lot of these financial fails are when we go out and we kind of get on autopilot and we just start spending money, but we're not really paying attention. We're just kind yep. of not thinking about it. And so like one of the, the common ones that we talked about in the article was overspending on eating out online shopping or some of these kind of things where it's just super sure. easy that you just throw down the credit card. And, you know, I went out to, to Wendy's. I I'm ashamed to admit I stopped at Wendy's <laughs> Tony and I got, but all I got was just a small burger and you know, the combo meal. Tony, sure. it was 
Oh, yeah. I remember when fast food was like five bucks. Yep. Yeah. So I have the shame of going to fast food and I overspent. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and imagine the people that eat out two or three times a day, right? Right. I mean, we're talking about 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 dollars a day that you could be spending if you eat out a lot. And some people eat out at least one meal a day. And so, I mean, that's a lot Uh, that adds up quickly. People always say, oh, the skip of coffee, the eating out, that's piddly. You know, I've got all this money in my retirement accounts. You know what? It really adds up and it can it can end up being wasteful. You, You do need to be wary, I think, of that. And that is a common probably retirement strategy mistake that people make. They they could be saving money or earning interest on that money that they're wasting. Well, and here's the thing, Tony, is the average respondent spent over three hundred and fifteen dollars a month. But here's my point, though. It's not wasteful if you're doing it on purpose. Right. The place where it becomes a problem, because if you're retired or if you want to have your coffee every day, budget for it and and just know that you're going to spend that. The problem is when you do it and you haven't planned for it and all of a sudden you're overspent. The study found that, Tony, like one in five people spend more than they earn every month. Yikes. And that's where it's a problem. So it's not a problem. If you want to go out to eat, do your thing, live your best life. But make sure that you've looked at your spend plan and then you've arranged that you can do that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So what what's another thing that uh, that study would consider a financial fail? This is one. And Tony, I have to admit, I'm guilty of this one as well, is checking your credit score. Only about 42 percent of the people that responded to this survey check their credit score at least once a month. And I can tell you, Tony, I check mine once a year. I don't check it every month. And this is, it's a really smart habit though, if you can check your credit score, because there's just a lot of ways to do it. Um, But your credit score, if you check it, you know, it's it's just a good way to make sure that like someone hasn't gotten a hold of one of your credit cards without you knowing it, or, you know, just kind of making sure everything is, is in order, you know, like maybe you had some unpaid parking tickets or like, you know, there's just things that can get on your score that, a lot of times they're not even correct. And so if you're not checking it, you just don't know it's even there to fix it. Yeah. Yep. That's true. That's true. And that's not something I've considered, to be honest. I haven't thought about that a lot, but now you have me worried. Um, you know, do, uh, do library fines? <laughs> I mean, what can impact your credit score? Well, it's, it's almost like anything that's reportable. There's oh. just like a different kinds of things. So you can, sure. You can have like parking tickets, unpaid parking tickets. Uh, People can put liens against your properties. There's, you know, I can tell you this is a case that happened to Chris and I recently, Tony, and and it's actually probably a really good foot stomper is we had a tenant about three years ago sublet a room in their house, unbeknownst to us, right? In our Uh, contract with them, they're not allowed to do that. Sure. But guess what? They did. And that person sued sued them and then they sued us because we were the owner of the property and even though chris and i didn't know this was going on we got a notice in the mail that we missed and so we didn't show up to court and so we ended up having to pay the fine oh and the judge the judge just said well you know if you would have shown up to court you didn't you you blew off court and didn't come so so anyway we ended up having to pay like almost two thousand dollars oh no and I, we did make sure our tenant paid us back for that. But here was the thing, Tony, is 
there was also a lien put on our credit that we didn't know about. Oh, wow. Because we, we paid the bill, but here was the thing is it was incumbent upon the guy that we had to pay off. He was the one that had to go to the courthouse and remove the lien. We weren't able to do it. And Mm. so now we have to get a lawyer and go to court and have that lien removed from our credit card account. Oh, what a nightmare. So it's just, it's a hassle. (laughs) Yeah. We're being very zen about it. We're like, okay, it's, but it's, it's just one of those things where someone that we don't even know, we never met this person was able to put a lien on our business without our knowledge. And then we can't even remove it ourselves. We have to get an attorney to remove it. Oh, because we have proof that we, you know, we follow the court finding and we paid the fee, whatever. But um, so checking your credit score, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And it's a way to make sure that everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, but some people are concerned that checking their credit report impacts their credit score. Well, and that's where you can go and that's where you do a little bit of research, but you can go to the annual credit report report annualcreditreport.com and request your reports. And then you're allowed to get from the three big ones, you're allowed to get one report a year for free. So there's a ways to do it to make sure Sure. that you're not going to, and Tony, I would say you probably don't have to do it monthly, but maybe, you know, at least once a year, but twice a year quarterly is probably. Yeah. And if you go to annualcreditreport.com and request your reports, uh, the checking your, it says checking your credit report doesn't lower your score. So that's good to know. I think that's that's important. So um, and getting errors removed. I did this. I actually checked my score about, oh, it's been a while. I hate to admit it's probably been a couple of years. But when I did, there was a ding on there and I got it. It was an error. It was in error and I got it removed and it helped my credit score. So that's good, right? Oh, absolutely. Every time you fix mistakes that are on the credit report, it always helps your score. Yeah. And it, it just expect it will be painful because it's paperwork. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, true. That's so but, true. So um, uh, I think, uh, you know, you want to avoid financial fails due to credit issues. Obviously, that's a big one. Definitely, Tony. And so, you know, kind of on that note, for folks listening to today's show, I just want to let everybody know that Chris and I do have a complimentary offer for those folks that want to come sit down and, and kind of look at what they're doing with their financial strategy. Because Tony, I find that Chris and I look at a holistic process. And let me explain what I mean by that is holistically, you know, you have a lot of decisions that you make. You have your car insurance, your social security, your 401k with work, probably an IRA, you have your emergency fund. And so people have all these different financial decisions that they're making, but they're stovepiped and disconnected. And so mm. one of the things that Chris and I do is we holistically look, it was like if you could reach out and put your arms around all the decisions that you're making, we right. put all those decisions together and make sure that everything you're doing makes sense and you're working together because you don't want to make decisions that are, are at odds with each other. Yeah. And so for the folks today, Tony, that are interested to have a financial plan that really does that holistic approach to make sure that everything they're doing is working together. We have set aside those 20 complimentary appointments, Tony, for those first 20 callers. And we're also going to, for people that are calling in to set up those complimentary appointments, we're going to be offering a free copy of the book. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. That's 
888-888-4242. For those people, Tony, especially listening today, that really want to have their arms around their whole financial plan, not just like making sure their 401k is good, but then maybe they don't have an emergency fund. Yeah. Right. Cause you don't want holes. It's like you're a good plan is like a good bucket with no leaks in it. No. But if you have yeah. little holes in your bucket, it doesn't matter how good, how much water you're pouring into it. If it's leaking out the bottom, you're not. Helping. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is uh, the mistakes we're talking about are those holes, those leaks. Exactly. And, and you got to plug them up or it's going to, you can put all the money into the bucket you want, but if it's, you know, if you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars every week or month on food, that's a hole that you might want to plug. So I, I agree with that. Now you gave the phone number, but for let's for our radio listeners, if they're driving and might not remember that number or can't write it down, I know that you have a contact form on your website as well. What's that web address? Sure, Tony. The web address is nolanfinancialpartners.com. That's easy. Right. nolanfinancialpartners.com. Awesome. Well, and this is a great discussion. Let's keep it going. What's the next thing on the list as far as common financial mistakes? So, Tony, this is a huge one. And I have I have a client right now going through this. So according to the survey, just three in 10 people are putting money away for retirement. Oh, and Tony, I have a new client who's coming in. Um, he owns his own business and he's crazy busy with his business. Tony, he's making $600,000 a year. And guess how much he has in a retirement account? How much? Goose egg, zero. Oh, no. And he has and all that. Like, he makes all that money and doesn't put anything away. He makes all that money. So he has a lot of money in his checking account because that makes him feel like he's in control. So he has Tony, he probably has about five hundred thousand dollars just sitting in his checking account. Oh, and and so, of course, we all know that that money is not doing any work for him. It's not helping him work towards. In fact, retirement. he's losing money. It's not keeping up with inflation. It's exactly. not taking advantage of compounding interest. And that's what you've called on past shows, opportunity loss. Exactly. And yeah. and so we're sitting down and looking at it and he's like, I'm running my business. I don't have time to put together a financial plan. He said, that's why I'm talking to you. He's like, I need a plan. I know I need that. I don't right. have time to create it. I need you to put it together. I need you to explain it to me so I know what we're doing and then tell me where to send the checks. Yeah, there <laughs> but, you go. But it's, it's Tony, that's think about it and think about it for yourself. If you were not working in a job that had a 401k that was pulling money out of your retirement account, would you be doing anything for your retirement? And here's the thing, Tony, too, is people that work and have 401ks, that's great, but that's not enough. You nope. need to be doing more than that because just a yeah. 401k is not going to be enough to set you up for success in retirement. Right. And it's not actively managed and it's not looking at the whole picture. It's just, yeah, I mean, there's so many reasons. And so I did that up to a point. Uh, and I uh, wish I had started sooner uh, working with a financial professional uh, who a financial services professional, uh, Tara Nolan, right? So <laughs> that's what you help do. Uh, you help people. Um, you, you need to have an overall plan. Somebody who's looking at the big picture. You can't right. just rely on your 401k. You can't just rely on Social Security. That's probably probably coming up here. So this one was um, failing to save for retirement. That that's what you're talking about here. And I only three in 10 put money away for retirement. That's a scary stat. I mean, that's just, that's just scary. So, 
Um, is there a particular savings level or threshold that you recommend to clients? It's probably not a one size fits all, is it? It's not a one size fits all, Tony, but there's a, there's a great place to start. So ideally you should be saving 10 to 15% of your paycheck. And I like to use a percentage because then that grows with how much you make. But just think about it, Tony, 15% of a dollar is 15 cents. And is if you have a dollar in your hand, if you have taken 15 cents out of that dollar, is that going to make or break you? You'll be okay yeah. without that 15 yeah. cents. And that's what you need to really think about to be setting yourself up for success in retirement is you should be saving, you know, I would say 15% of your, your income. And, you know, every situation is going to be unique and you're going to have to look at a strategy, right? Because if you draw that bell curve, it's a little flatter at first and then it gets deeper yeah. as you get older because, you know, when you're starting out, you're not making that much money yet and you do have a lot of demands. You probably have a mortgage, a car payment, you might have small children at home. Right. So you might be a little less than your 15% starting out. But this is what you need to understand in your head now is this is what you need to be doing. And if you're not there yet, you have a plan to get there because, Tony, you want to end up in retirement being able to enjoy your life. Yeah. And, you know, just like this new client I have that's making six hundred thousand dollars a year and they're not saving. But it's not because they couldn't be. It's just they're not organized enough yet. And, Tony, this is getting yourself organized so that you're saving and you're. Because if you don't do it, Tony, basically, you're planning to fail. Yeah. Because doing nothing is also a decision. And you're setting yourself up for failure because it's things don't just magically happen as much as we would like it to. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's keep I'm going to move into the next segment because uh, we've talked about, uh, you know, saving and not saving enough and how much you need to save. And so I, I think it's been a great one. Now, you've come at us with some common financial mistakes that people make. And, uh, you know, uh, I think it's great. Uh, now, uh, what's next? Uh, what do you have for us next? What's the next uh, thing on the list of common retirement strategy mistakes? Well, Tony, I think it, it kind of ties together. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is debt. But mm. one of the key things that I think mentally people need to understand is to have a good financial plan, it has to be written down. Yes. Just having it in your head and existing in your head, that's a starting spot. But change starts to happen when you write it down. And just, there's just so many studies, Tony, that have been done with goal setting and businesses do it. When you take that and you write it down, like think about every company you've been to that has like their mission statement and their vision and they're written and they're hanging up on the walls. People yep. do that for a reason. And yes. it's the same thing with your financial plan is you need to have it written down. And for a lot of people, Tony, part of your good financial plan includes how you're managing your debt. Ah, uh, and yeah, a lot of that's people, a big one. Yeah, so I think people get kind of stuck sometimes in their debt and they're like, well, I can't possibly be saving for retirement because I have to pay off this debt. But, and I sit down, Tony, and show people the numbers. It's not an either or thing, it's a both. So yeah. you need to make a plan to pay off your debt and you write it down so that way it helps reduce the stress so that you go, hey, here's the debt I have. Here's how I'm attacking it. And you write it down. But you also have the the way you're saving for retirement, because think about it like there's two two levers. So one is your debt going down, but you also want your retirement savings going up. And so if you wait and just pay off all your debt before you ever save for retirement, 
then you're going to be one of those people that's 70 years old still having to work because you never saved for retirement. Right. Exactly. And you, you don't want to be there. So uh, that's a really good one. I know debt's a big one. And uh, especially credit card debt, uh, again, it affects, affects your credit score, which we talked about earlier. And the interest, it's just uh, that would uh, definitely fall in the category of uh, financial fail. So uh, what's uh, what's next? I mean, obviously, we talked about the dangers of debt. Um I know that there's a lot of mistakes. People make mistakes. I bet another one, I'm going to bring one up, Social Security, right? I mean, a lot of people don't understand when to file uh, or they think they can simply rely on Social Security. Uh, It is going to be a part of the plan. But like you said, if you have a written plan, you see what you have. And Social Security is one of those legs or pillars of the plan, but they can't rely on it for everything. And that's it. I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, because I keep and that's what I talk about this in the book, actually, is Social Security was never designed to be a retirement plan. Social Security was started in 1935 by President Roosevelt as a way to help prevent elderly people from starving to death. Yes, it was just designed to be an offset to your retirement plan. But what's happened today, Tony, because it started in the 70s and pensions went away is people just have their social security. So that's what they think about in terms of their retirement plan. And so social security, here's the thing that's great about it is it doesn't matter your health. You've paid into it. You're going to get that money. So it's a great foundation. But the thing is, Tony, the average amount that people make in social security is about $1,400 a month. So Tony, that's $17,000 a year. It's not, it's not enough to live on. No. Not not by any stretch of the, especially now with inflation and costs going up. And yeah, it isn't. So I, I think that's important. I'm glad we noted that. Um, and we just have a couple of minutes left. And so for the, the last minute and a half here, uh, let's use that to once again, let our listeners know uh, about this great offer. And I, I hope our listeners will call you because you and Chris are so great to sit down and talk with. And you have reports that you can run that is like a written plan. It shows them where they're at, what they have and where they're headed. So that's huge. Even a social security maximization report to show them when the best time based on their particular situation would be to file things like that. Uh, how can they do that? Sure, Johnny. So the way to get a hold of Chris and I is to give us a call at 719-210-4242. 719-210-4242. And Tony, I love it just how you said is what Chris and I like to do for the folks listening today is there's a lot of different financial fails out there that you can make. And so what Chris and I do is sit down and look at holistically everything you're doing. And that's like one of the things we run a social security maximization report. So, you know, when you should be filing for social security, we look at, do you have any kind of a long-term care strategy so that you don't have one medical situation upend all of the savings that you've done. We look at what you're doing with your 401k and say, okay, that account is growing. Is that going to be big enough to cover all the needs that you're going to have in retirement? So we look at all of these things that you're doing and you get gold stars for the things you're doing well. And then we find the holes and help you plug those holes. Yes. That's and that's awesome. what it's all about. All right. Well, Tara, great show today. Uh, really enjoyed it. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.